This is The Irrelevant, a podcast about finding the deeper meaning of seemingly useless information. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today's episode is The Kansas City Virtue Signalers. American football is an inherently dumb sport. There's these short bursts of intense action followed by a three-minute commercial break. There's weird rules about who can and can't go down the field. Penalties such as unnecessary roughness when roughness is absolutely necessary in order to play the game right. There's stupid overtime rules, stupid plays with stupid names like Spider-2Y-Banana, and unfortunately, I also kind of love it. I really like football, especially playoff football. Games go down to the wire, legends are born, it's the best kind of drama that few movies could ever compare to. But it's still an inherently dumb sport. Dumber than the rules is the governing body, the NFL, and all the dumb things they do to improve society. In the wake of the 2020 Black Lives Matter movement, the NFL allowed players and teams to display inspirational messages on their helmets or fields, and in that way, the NFL solved racism for this country. See what I mean? Dumb. Well, for the 2021 season, that tradition continued, and in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills played perhaps one of the most entertaining football games I've ever witnessed, with amazing touchdowns and crazy plays and down-to-the-wire antics. It was, it, was, it was incredible. But after every touchdown, my eyes would be drawn to the end zone where the Kansas City team put their inspirational slash racism ending message on display for the world to see. It read in large, bold letters, Advance Social Justice. Because if there's one thing that the Kansas City Chiefs do better than run a high-powered offense, it's virtue signal. Founded in 1960 by Dallas businessman Lamar Hunt, the Dallas Texans, as the team was known then, was a founding member of the American Football League. Three years later, the team relocated from Dallas to Kansas City, Missouri. Clearly, the team couldn't be the Texans if they were in Missouri, so a contest was held to determine the new name, and the winner was Chiefs, in honor of Kansas City Mayor Harold Rowe Bartle, whose nickname was Chief Lone Bear, or Chief for short. He acquired that nickname during his time with the Boy Scouts in his role as scout executive with some organization that appropriated a whole bunch of Native American culture and had things like powwows and all of these weird things. But the team was not named after anything that had to do with Native Americans directly. It was named after an egocentric politician's nickname that he got while working for the Boy Scouts of America. So if anything, it's a Boy Scout name. And yet, that didn't seem to matter to owner Lamar Hunt, who after the name change, redesigned the team logo on the helmet, which was an outline of the state of Texas in white, to a white arrowhead with the KC initials inside. According to the official Chiefs website itself, this design was just sketched on the back of a napkin by Hunt. So, maybe Hunt was just bad at drawing and he wanted to rip off the 49ers helmet, which is a oval with SF inside, but he's so bad at drawing circles or ovals that he accidentally drew an arrowhead and wasn't trying to just use Native American symbols. 
I can give him the benefit of the doubt. However, that same year, he commissioned Bob Taylor, a Dallas cartoonist, to redesign the secondary logo, which adorned team stationery and billboards outside the team's offices from a running cowboy with a gun in one hand and a football in the other to a cartoon shirtless native with a full headdress and a tomahawk in one hand and a football in the other. So it doesn't seem like he got the message that Chiefs came from a mayor's Boy Scout nickname and not Native American Chiefs. If I haven't been clear enough yet, I'm bringing this up because the name for the team may not have been based on a Native American reference, but team management very quickly took it as a Native American reference and used racist references immediately from the secondary logo to every single AFL program for the 1963 season, which featured a cartoon Native American chief in full headdress. Right at the start of their tenure in Kansas City, the chief started exploiting racist Native American imagery for the benefit of the team. Nine years after their first move, the team moved from playing games in Municipal Stadium to Arrowhead Stadium. Why is it called Arrowhead Stadium? Because Lamar Hunt wanted it to be named that. Because it fit the Native American motifs he was already using, obviously. But that's not all. The team's official mascot was a horse named Warpaint, ridden by a man in full Indian headdress and face paint. But maybe the worst example of this type of appropriation and using of a culture as a mascot is what the team and its fans are most proud of. The Chiefs boast one of the best home field advantages in the entire league. The crowd at Chiefs games is loud. In fact, they hold the record for the loudest crowd in the NFL. And they don't let up. And their favorite chant is the dumbest chant in all of American sports. The racist chant is supposed to sound like a Native American war chant and is accompanied by a movement called the Tomahawk Chop, or in Kansas City, they call it the Arrowhead Chop. The person doing the chant slices the air with one arm, bending at the elbow over and over. The Chiefs adopted the chant in 1990 when Northwest Missouri State's band played the song and did the chop during a game, and coach Marty Schottenheimer adopted it for the team. Northwest Missouri State's band got it from Florida State, who invented the song slash chant in the 1980s as one of their, quote, war chants, end quote, because they were also appropriating or perversing Native American culture. Because that's what this song and chant are. They don't have any rich history beyond that honored American tradition of mocking Native American culture. And especially offensive if you look up any videos of Kansas City Chiefs doing the arrowhead chop, you will find that it is incredibly difficult for these people to do it in sync. Everyone is off on their own time and moving in weird ways or whatever. It's as if the people in Missouri have no rhythm. In an October 2021 article for Slate, Stefan Fatsis goes a bit in-depth about the origins of the song, which are actually as a theme song for a racist cartoon from 1949 by the name of Pow Wow the Indian Boy. Pow Wow the Indian Boy 
loved all the animals and the woods. Pow wow, the Indian boy loved all the animals and the woods. Pow wow, was you recognize that melody? It's literally there. There's no other thing that it could have been derived from in American history. It's literally from a racist cartoon. And then there's 80,000 Kansas City Chiefs fans shouting that at the top of their lungs, setting noise level records and thinking it's a part of their culture. And doing this while at the end zones, there's the message, advance social justice. <laughs> advance social justice while repeating a racist song from a 1940s cartoon over and over and over. But it's okay because we're aware of the term social justice and we painted it on our sidelines, right? And look, I am aware that I'm not breaking any ground here. These complaints are not new. In fact, there's been many vocal complaints by a large number of people for many years in much more nuanced and eloquent ways that I can possibly ever hope to come up to portray in this podcast. But the greater American public doesn't seem to care about it. Instead, all I want to do is bring up the fact that out of all the dumb, ridiculous, asinine, and downright maddening things that the NFL does, even more so than trying to define what a catch is, the dumbest thing ever displayed by the NFL is when the Kansas City Chiefs painted advanced social justice on the field while 80,000 people chanted a racist song from a racist 1940s cartoon. So congrats, NFL. That's it for this week's episode. It's a little bit of a short one. Um, but yeah, I hope you know a little bit more about the fact that this is not some ancient chant or anything like that. And that it's just inherently weird that the NFL thinks it's doing something. But um, yeah, if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Leave us a review on Podchaser or ApplePodcast.com. Check out the new logo. Tell me what you think. Um, and as always, OR4 did nothing wrong. This is the Irrelevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.